0: Hello and welcome to Unfiltered with Alexandra, a show for anyone interested in healthy lifestyle and positive mindset. Broader your perspective by listening into casual conversations and unfiltered real talk I have with people that inspire me, many of them I've met on my travels around the world. Welcome back to a new episode of my podcast, Unfiltered Conversations. I had the honor today to speak with one of my own coaches, Travis Barton. An adventurer, a surfer, the creator of a life he no longer needs a vacation from. Channeling his inner childhood dreams through real life experiences and inspiring many people along the way. I advise you to sit back and relax, fully enjoy this conversation we had together. We both share childhood dreams of adventure, both share childhood books that inspired us living the life that we live today why purpose and values are key to live your life and not somebody else's dream. It was a great talk and I love sharing this with you. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, it would mean the world to me if you hit the subscribe button and share it within your community. I come to you every Wednesday with a new episode. That's cool. go. Uh, I'm just going to make a start. Uh, time is valuable in your world and my world, probably both of it. So, uh, Travis, thank you so much for accepting my invite after, uh, you know, a beautiful, uh, probably six, yeah, six months working together. And mm. now uh, we're sitting the other way around, I get to <laughs> ask the questions, so you get to give mm. me the answers. Uh, so I'm going to give you a little bit of time to, uh, yeah, introduce yourself in in how you would like to uh, to be introduced at the moment in this point of your life,
1: mm. man. That's a <laughs> at this point in my life. That's a yes. great question. Uh, well, my name is Travis. Um, I've 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 lived a you know a life that I'm proud of. I guess over the last thirty, I just I just turned thirty six years old, and I've I recently looked back on my life, and I'm just very proud of certain things. I guess certain things seem. Uh, small in the middle of doing like i I just realized like today somebody gave me my book to autograph it just this morning this happened this morning and it blew my mind i'm I'm autographing a book it's incredible anyway i'm a coach i'm an author i'm a speaker i'm a i'm a adventurer i'm a traveler and um and just a lover of life
0: well that's everything then all together that's that's right i love that um can you say that uh well, that you're naturally born to be whatever you are. Like you are, what you said, you're an adventurer, you're looking for adventure in in the small things of life, but you're also a born coach because you've already been doing that your whole life. How did you find out about that this is your nature, that this lives within you and that you can just uh, create your life around that, what you know well?
1: Yeah, I think you kind of you gave a clue right there that it's, it's my nature. Um, I, I believe that life purpose is, is less about going out there and finding something that's extrinsic of yourself, mm. something you don't know. So it's less that and it's more of tapping into who you already are and who, who you've always been your whole life, mm. you know. Um, when, when I was a young kid, I had an adventurer's heart. I had the spirit of a traveler. I, I was always, on some level, having coaching conversations, and um, I lost that. I think a lot of us through teenage years we kind of try to fit in, and you know, we and, mm. and subscribe to social paradigms and cultural expectations, mm. and we lose touch of who we are. And on my own journey of self-discovery, trying to figure out who I was, you know, like a lot of people go through. Um, I realized that I had already had it my whole life and I just kind of lost who I really was and it wasn't about becoming anything it was about unbecoming these things that I thought I was yeah. but I wasn't so you say things like and I you know that's something that I'll tell people all the time who were you as a kid you know because as a kid you didn't you were you for the most part you, you all these things that you loved and and, and these things that you love as a kid and through your childhood I think hold the clues to Life purpose and, and fulfillment, really.
0: Yeah, they hold uh, already the secrets in who you are as an mm-hmm. adult is uh, who you were as a kid. What were you doing as a child? If you were climbing the trees, then probably right now, still, you should be climbing trees.
1: Yeah, and, I, uh, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Baby mountains, you know. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I say gr- growing old, um, older doesn't doesn't mean you need to, you know is not neglecting your inner child or who you were as a child. It rather should be, you should have the resources now as an adult to make yeah. that inner child, out to life more. Right. Yeah. So if I had that traveler's spirit, which I did as, as a kid or the adventurous spirit as a kid, I couldn't buy a ticket at eight years old to go to Iceland. I couldn't, uh, you know, go climb mountains then, but now as an yeah. adult, I have the resources and the, in the financial yeah. means to those, Childhood dreams are reality. Yeah. So we have to focus on, I, I think, not excluding that inner child, but, but helping it come alive even more than it ever was, I think. Yeah,
0: definitely. Do you remember your, uh, one of your childhood dreams, Something an adventure that you would like to do? Whenever I grow up, I'm going to do that, that, or that. I remember a lot of my own childhood dreams, and I started okay. doing them because it was just, as well, a long travel. You remember one of these adventures you were dreaming of?
1: Well, I'm actually curious to hear yours. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think the big one, I mean, there's so, there's so many, but I guess the big one that I realized was a profound moment in that moment was uh, – you know, speaking of Iceland, it, it was Iceland. Um, yeah. As a kid, I had known about the Northern Lights. And it was always the number one thing to do on my bucket list. I had always, I mean, just, I wanted to go see them. I would, I, you know, I would read the, back in the day when you had to go to the library to get the encyclopedia, right? Yeah. Um, I, could, I couldn't Google the Northern Lights. I had to go to the, go to the library, look up the encyclopedia, and look up Aurora yeah. Borealis and just stare at this one photo of it. <laughs> For you know, hours and and um, you know, literally back then, you know, and I would just dream about the, the Northern Lights, and um, and I remember thinking to myself that man, you'd have to be a great, great uh, adventurer yeah. to ever yeah. see something like that. That's just gorgeous. Yeah. And uh, all, my whole life, I was just so uh, enamored with how beautiful it looked to be on a photo, and and mm. and it wasn't mm. until I was. T- in my late twenties that I went to Iceland and I got lucky enough, you know, they're very hard to see and I got lucky enough to actually be able to see them. And I was sitting there watching That must have been so time. amazing.
0: Must have been like, it, you know, to see it, that it was, actually coming to life and just see that in with your own eyes and just yeah. being yeah. in that moment yeah. and just staring at that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you can't plan it, you know, I mean, they can kind of, you know, guess where it might be and when, you know, but it's, it's, it's really a, a, a circumstance almost, Partially of luck, and and it was just this moment where, as a kid, I thought you have to, you'd have to be such, I'd have to be such a well-traveled man, yeah. right? you know, I'd have to be such an adventurer <laughs> to ever see something like that. And then I compare that to, you know, twenty some odd years later, and I'm sitting there in in Iceland and this watching these beautiful glowing green curtains flying over me. It was just. It was a, wasn't just beautiful, it was like deeply profound for me, yeah. deeply profound, so that was one as a kid that that was um a big one.
0: that was one of the, but you know the list is probably long in that one
1: uh, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, is, yeah I'm still crossing <laughs> off things on my list that I, you know that I wanted to do as a kid, so
0: no. I totally get it. I totally get it. Um, it's it's very. It sounds very familiar. So I'm working towards getting at least one of the childhood dreams that I recall very well. And it's just because of a book that I was reading as a child or a series of books. And it was about a sailor. And that was a sailing trip around uh, the tip of South America. So that is sort of like, okay, how many years from now am I being able to go do that or how many months I don't really sailing like, trip yeah around oh. South America
1: <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll let I'll you know you. when
0: I'll let you know when uh, yeah
1: because I got the sailing bug recently um my brother's been uh, uh he's getting a sailboat uh within the next few months and uh he's really into sailing and I've been going along with him and so that I've okay. gotten the bug the sailing bug. that sounds okay. like a great trip
0: I totally get it. I totally get it. Mm -hmm. Starting off in the Caribbean and after that, I'll, I need to go down south. So yeah, Mm, it's, you know, a lot of water, um, in your, uh, basically on your website right now, um, what I have heard, probably this is as well the way how I connected with you over last year. Uh, your phrase, uh, "creating a life where you don't need a vacation from," mm. has this changed for you over the last couple of years? Like when you started really um, living the life uh, according to your own, uh, according to your own values, uh, according to your own purpose, has this changed over the last couple of years for you?
1: Yeah, I think that's. Uh, living with your own values and I think being unapologetic about who you are, I guess what it Mm. comes down to, that is, well, I guess it's more than that, but it is in a sense creating a life you need to you don't need a vacation from. I think a lot of people, um, that's sadness to me is going through life and um, feeling like you perpetually need a break and you're just, you're dreaming. It's these, it's these moments of boredom Mm. and spiritual stagnation, um, sparingly spliced with moments of beauty. And that's sad. Yeah. Life is yeah. short. Uh, life is 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 sacred, and, and and we should have a life where we're we in love with it. Yeah. Um, so you know, f- for me, that was a um. I, I guess even just defining what that life was for me, it was it was it was quite scary. Um, because it, it, I didn't know if it was possible, you know, and then I guess through one step at a time, it, it, it slowly became not impossible, but very probable. And it, it happened. Um, I never thought in my life that I'd be able to travel the world and live in different countries and, and work from my computer hmm. and work you know, 15 hours a week and you know, whenever I wanted and you know, I, I, so, but, but. It was a natural occurrence after the kind of, you know, taking step by step.
0: Is it also allow yourself believing in your own dream uh, that strongly and daring being very adventurous and that is like stepping into uh, that what you're afraid of the most and taking small steps into that direction.
1: Yeah. that. Well, we talk about, you know, I think we talk, well, I know we have talked about this uh, is, is the cave you fear to enter is, yeah that holds the thread yeah and yes there is a huge um, amount of fear but just as much as that fear i i I, th- I think of it as like this it's a spectrum you have fear on one side complete fear and you have mm-hmm. excitement on the other and somewhere in the middle lies that the the, the direction yeah. really uh because i i was so you know i, I was doing something i really didn't want to be doing and i was just emotionally just degraded and just bored with life. And just, um, and and I decided when I just decided what coaching that I was going to do this, um, I almost became just unapologetic about this is, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a question of is, am I going to have this? It was just, I'm going to, I'm going to get it. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to go full force into it. And I became obsessive about creating this life. And because I loved it. Like I loved, I loved coaching. Yeah. um so it was easy for me to do that and um yeah it, but it was scary it 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 is it's hugely scary because when I was playing a role before that of this this guy that just kind of fit into society and yeah. you know as you know as a, as a coach, yeah. you're putting yourself out there
0: yeah
1: and that is very that's scary in, yeah terrifying
0: yeah
1: right yeah and it, that's be honest like it kind of it still is it can be sometimes yeah. Um, so yeah, and I, I would challenge anybody listening, you know, what's the, what's the thing you're scared of the most and what is the desire behind that fear? Um, and, uh, you know, and I, if I go back and look at that, what I was truly scared of the most at that time was, was being, sounds cheesy, but it was, it was being myself. Yeah.
0: Not being and someone else, but a hundred percent being yourself and then showing yeah, up as it terrified yourself me. and because that means that you have uh very good friends but you also realize that there is people that don't like you so much because you're showing up 100 percent as yourself.
1: Yeah and that's scary. Like people want that's scary. Like oh my god, god. they don't I, you know? like
0: me. <laughs> yeah.
1: But then it didn't matter though. I mean yeah <laughs> that kind of happened but then that the people that I ended up you know inviting into my life and, and yeah having deep profound relationships with were so much more enriching right than the people yeah. that were kind of like me for somebody I wasn't right so it just didn't even by that point it just didn't even matter I mean I just yeah. didn't care right how do so it you wasn't, see it was this... never yeah it was, it... I was just gonna say it was never actually scary like mm. the 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 preparation of thinking about it was the only yeah. scary part once I was doing it there it wasn't scary it was easy it was just like wow what have I been waiting for this whole time
0: what You just mentioned in the beginning as well, uh, you speak as well in public, Uh, you are a writer, so you're inspiring people in different areas of their lives, hopefully, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, What these days scares you the most? Is there, or are you searching for that? Are you still challenging yourself daily or at least, uh, on a regular basis to, uh, to look that scary part up?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a, a great question and no, I don't challenge myself daily because I don't okay. believe that we sh- I don't, I think there's a paradigm I, I do often, yeah. right? So uh, of course, like I, that's a, a huge part of my life. And I, yeah. I do ask myself that often, you know, sure. let, let's say every couple of months probably around there, right? Because I yeah. start to feel this stagnation or this kind yeah. of, uh, it's a little comfortable, right? When things yeah. start to get a little too comfortable, mm. um, I like to really step out of that. Um, it's important to me, but not every day. Uh, I, th- I think we're in this paradigm in, in society that we have this yeah. really toxic growth mentality. Like we yeah. gotta constantly be growing. And if we're not growing, yeah. then we're not, we're failing. And that's just BS. And uh, you know, life, the, the meaning of life is, is to live it's to be alive to be right. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot over the last year that it, you don't always have to be doing something because no. the art of life is simply held in just being right. So if I'm always chasing that next moment, there's an anxiety that's associated with that. Cause I'm, I want to be somewhere where I'm not. Yeah. And you're always ch- you're going to spend your whole life chasing is that. You're right. And, and, yeah. And yeah. It's art, man. Like, especially as an entrepreneur, like, you got to just be cool with where you're at sometimes because life is going to go by like that if you're not. So your biggest challenge is
0: that, is then being in this moment is then the biggest challenge instead of searching for something that might be causing fear or anxiety or just something that is really exciting, let's do something new. Then it becomes being in the moment is Mm -hmm. that moment of, you know, this is just as scary mm-hmm. as searching uh, you know jumping off a cliff because that Making means that you decision. stay here yeah
1: that's a great point because I guess in the beginning it, it's something I've been working on over the last year and it's something that I've been good at I think I've gotten to learn how to be good at it but over the last year you're right I think it was scary in the beginning if I'm yeah. honest with you yeah. because it was like I'm an entrepreneur like I need to go if, I, if I'm not working I'm useless like if I'm not making money, like, you know, or if I'm not posting on social media, I'm wasting time. Yeah. And I realized, I realized, I realized this. So like last year was that, oh my God, I I'm never off the clock ever. Yeah. Because there's always this, there was always this subtle part of my brain that was like, well, Travis, you could be answering emails. Like you're sailing right now. Like, <laughs> You know, you, I mean, you could be more productive because let's be honest, yeah. you can scroll through Instagram and all these fake hustle pages are telling you yeah. constantly. It's, it's nonsense. It's, it's utter nonsense. And so, yes, that in the beginning, it was scary. And I just started doing it. And guess what? It, it, it again, it was the thought of it that was scary. When I actually started doing it, it was beautiful. It wasn't yeah. scary. It was easy. And in, in business, you know, it's 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 been running better than it ever has. It's just the ironic thing, you know. And so, um, yeah, that's a great question. That's a great question. So it's more
0: like letting go of that push mentality of pushing continuously and um, almost like walking with the big crowd of coaches that is out there. Uh, you choose to well. What are your values? look with inside, what is important? How do I function best, and how do I show up for my clients, for my audience uh within my throat? You can almost yes. say it's from that side, so you turn it around
1: that's it everything stems from you should say values yeah like yeah. you know yeah, yeah that, I, I, mean, I it think it's very be... important
0: to have that yeah
1: oh it's yeah. not. It's absolutely a hundred percent. And that's, I think we get it wrong. And that's kind of, I think the theme of most of this conversation today is that we try to go from the outside in and we ask ourselves, what do I think people want? And how can I be that? Yeah. But what we should be doing is say, what's important to me? And how can I be that right? Living from the inside out rather than the outside in. And that's something that um, is deeply, deeply important. Um, yeah. And and, it's, and I think in this day and age it, it's really, really challenging to do that because we can be surrounded by so much whether it's coaching like we do or yeah. whether it's uh, anything right um, it's hard these days because of you know social media and, and uh, yeah, and, and,
0: because somebody's looking over your shoulder the whole time what you're doing today, and if you 're not posting on social media it's almost like, what are you doing today? <laughs> Really are like, okay, I, I'm, I had, I'm living my life. Then at yeah. that day, I'm living
1: yeah. my life. So, yeah. 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 I, I, so I, I had somebody a couple months ago. They go, dude, they emailed me. They emailed me. And they said, I haven't, I haven't seen you posting in like a few days. No, I haven't seen you posting in a while. Um, are you okay? Is everything okay? And I'm going, oh, dude. I go, I go, I better post something. When's the last time I posted something? And I, I looked at my Instagram. It was three days. Three oh days. God, really just- and I'm going... And I'm going, man, that was a wake-up call for me. I'm like, I need to, like, slow it down, And I was like, oh, man, I haven't posted in a while. I, I should probably, like – let yeah. people know I'm alive. Three it was yeah. like three days or something. So okay, that was three, days. Funny. So three, three days. Three you days know, after bread Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Three days. Last after last year, just before our um, before I started to work with you, I read your book, yeah. which I yes. truly I just loved it, and it was for me a lot of these stories in there were like. I'm reading my own life story here. This is funny. This is hilarious. Wow, really? like, well, cool. like you've been a bartender. I used to be a bartender. So you've like picked up things through all your experiences in life. Mm-hmm. And that makes you who you are today. So that are really like, okay, this is really like weird. Um, but at the same time, uh, I felt that this book was truly you telling your story, how you got you know, through that, let's say the first 36 years of your life or 35 years of your life. uh, Up until today, you didn't really, I don't think you really wrote this book with the readers in mind, because sometimes you read books and it's really like, okay, these are written for the people that should be buying this. But this really felt as this was your own story that you were telling. And then from that point, inspiring people. Is that correct?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually spot on. I was, um, when I wrote the first run through of it, I wrote it as, I mean, I finished it in a month and it wasn't very good at all because it was, it didn't have my story in it. And I I wrote it as this kind of step-by-step guide, discover your life purpose. And I read it back and I'm going, I wouldn't read this. I would throw this out, man. This is not, you know, because what I was doing was I was writing from the outside in like you said, like I was writing, what, what would people want? And I said, I read this and I'm going, this is boring. Like anybody, this could have been a Tony Robbins yeah. book or it could have been like anybody could have written this. Like <laughs> I'm going, this isn't me, right? So then I just said, all right, screw it. I went out, I bought a bottle of wine, bought a cigar, sat on my balcony and I just- yeah, I started, You
0: channeled your inner Hemingway.
1: Inner <laughs> Hemingway, because Hemingway, said, so you know, what does Hemingway say? <laughs> <laughs> he says, write drunk, write drunk and edit sober. Yeah. Uh, and so I just, I, uh, I started writing my story and I didn't literally write drunk most of the time. I maybe, <laughs> there was maybe some stuff in there, but uh, I guess the spirit of that is right from your heart. And yeah. uh, so I started writing my story and the idea was, it became less of, I hope this sells a lot of copies and I hope people like it to literally, it became, I hope my niece and nephew like it one day when they're teenagers. You know, okay. I hope when I have kids one day, like they like it or, or, or they, not even they like it, that it's just, wow, my uncle or my dad, you wrote a book. It's pretty cool. And it, the important thing for me was like, my story was in there for me. Yeah. And so at that point it became, well, I mean, if people like it or not, I guess it doesn't really matter because I'm not trying to make people like it. I'm just, it's, yeah. I'm writing this for me and it actually more specifically, I wrote it as a love letter to me as a as a teenager, right? Yeah. This is this is the book that I think my teenage self needed. And um, so that was very important to me. So- Yeah, but it shows answer- as well
0: in the book, it's really like, um, I think I read it in like day and a half or so. Wow. I just, okay. I just picked it up, started reading, couldn't put it away. And that's just like, because it is so natural, the story's in there. And every story that you tell in there, uh, every experience in uh, traveling that you had, like the moment that you went to Japan, the why you went to Japan and how you got there. Uh, but even as well, the, the stories about, uh, I think it was in Denmark, that these are the happiest people ever. Mm-hmm. And that just mm-hmm. made me crack up laughing. It's really like, yeah, yeah. okay. Smile, it's, man, smile. Yeah. smile.
1: You just, what is all this in between <laughs> stuff? Yeah. You want to be happy, just smile. Like, yeah. And I remember that. Like, there's no in-between, man. Like, yeah. You don't need a reason to smile, is what he said. You don't have yeah. to have a reason. So you just smile, and that's what makes you happy. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Denmark. Yeah, yeah. That's, That was, yeah. blew my mind, because it's so simple.
0: Well, I, I use the story a couple of times as well in my classes. It's really like, and I, and I repeat it a lot because a lot of people are having these serious phases that just change the expression in your face. And let's see how that exchange, changes the whole expression of your body because your body language changes when you change your face.
1: Yeah, And, and your brain your brain chemistry too. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Absolutely. Your brain starts to go, oh, we better act happy because he's happy. Right? Uh Right? Oh, she's smiling right now. We better start thinking happy thoughts. And it sounds ridiculous. I mean, people are listening to this right now and they're going, no, no way. No, I'm seriously, try it. Just try it. It it it,
0: it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it works definitely. Um, With this uh, book that came out, uh, I think it was delayed because of everything that happened over the last year and a half. So it came out last year. Is this something that you would like uh, to do again? Like write another book? Is that going to be in the same style? Or do you say from no, I'm just going to write a novel next time? Or I don't know. Um,
1: I actually did write another book. And you did? It's a, it's, oh, wow. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come out. Hopefully we have it done. I'm self-publishing this one because the other one took way too long to come out. Um, I So it's a children's book, by the way
0: that's amazing um, awesome yeah
1: yeah it's a children's book so i'm self-publishing that i'm working with um an artist it's just it's coming together i mean it's looking great i can't i so i haven't shared anything on it because i want to i want to really you know i don't want to hype people up too early but uh
0: um you're stoked about it already
1: oh my god it's great yeah, it's okay. I, I think honestly i think it's well i don't mean to say it's great i mean because that sounds so prestigious <laughs> I, i've what I mean to say is in my opinion this is the thing that I the one thing that I've created that I'm the most proud of I've ever done. Wow. I've ever okay. I, even more than you know the the, the recent book or, or just I think anything anything creative I've put my myself into I think this is the thing that I I'm, I'm the most proud of to have okay. my name on it. Yeah.
0: That's going to be exciting. That's going to be okay. Tune in soon for more information on this one. Yeah, Yeah. Actually, as a
1: fact, I'm going to email my illustrator just to be sure we're uh, where where, it's
0: at. Where it's at. Um, Yeah. What do you you remember any of the books that you were reading as a child? What I mentioned before is that, like, Mm the sailing adventure that I would love to go on is because of books that my dad gave me. To Mm -hmm. oh, go read that because I was reading too fast and too soon. What was your first recollection of book uh, that you were reading as a child?
1: You know, I often think about well, I often do think about this, and I and I think about you know this spirit of wanderlust that I have, and this spirit of adventure. Yeah. Where, where does it? You know, where did it first? Where did come it come from? from?
0: Yeah.
1: Where did it come from? And and I think I've done my best to narrow it down to it, every facet of my life that has the spirit of adventure and all. I think the, it's so weird to think about it. It comes from this one book, I think. I think it all started here and it was um, uh, the book Where the Wild Things Are um, by Maurice Sendak. Yeah, so that was, I I read that book as a kid and it it blew my mind. I mean, because, you know, if, if nobody, if you don't know the story and you're listening, this boy is at home and he goes on a sailing trip and he lands on this island of monsters and, you know, wasn't this huge adventure as a kid, yeah. and to me it was like it's such a magical thing—like this boy on this quest and traveling the world with yeah. the seven seas. but well, that was the book that I—I th- I think if I were to pinpoint it to a moment, i and I—I I, I remember this. I can—I can smell what was happening in, in the house that day when I was yeah. reading this. It just—it, and I know it sounds—it's a children's book, you know, right? But I think it changed—it changed my life. It must have, because, you know, I remember, I, I don't think I was the same person after I read that book.
0: Have yeah, done children's book, have that, they can spark that adventure within children um, because you know. they are so wildly adventurous and everything and anything is possible. Uh, yeah. You know, you can fly on carpets. Uh, you can fly to the moon. You yeah. can swim yeah. underwater for hours without that. <laughs> you know, an adult cannot do that, yeah. but a child in a child a children's book, it is possible. Yeah. So yeah. that that is probably coming from that.
1: Uh, I, I, think, I think so. I, th- I think as a kid, it, it, it helps uh, really stir the imagination and and help you. Just I, I don't know. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. What was your favorite as a kid?
0: Well, it is a Dutch book. There were two series. There were boy books, (laughs) very adventurous. Uh, So there were books basically from my brother. Uh, One of them was three boys and they went on wild adventures and they started off by a boat trip and they got lost on a deserted island somewhere in the Pacific Ocean, I think. And that was a whole series, like 25 or 26 books, I think it was. Oh, my God. It's it's really old. Yeah, yeah. It's like a series. I think they started writing them in the 1960s, 1950s. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, really old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you reminded me of 1960s, The uh, the Chronicles of Narnia as yeah, well. Do you yeah. remember those?
0: Yes. Yeah, definitely. Those were yeah. other
1: other books back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
0: And the other one was a series that's even older than that. It used to be a comic uh, series that was in the newspapers back in the 19... 1010. I don't know no 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 not even that but it's a little bit similar than that and it was probably in the 1930s 1940s it was Mm. also all books from my dad and it was just a collection of um, of of comics uh, but it was also a Dutch writer in that. So it's, uh, but then Dutch writers and they went all over the world, and that was just um, uh, maybe I should read the books again and just go on these adventures. Yeah, oh,
1: <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I do. I do on occasion. I read some of the old yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, so I wrote all the books and my brother didn't. <laughs> so that's the uh, big difference. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They yeah. were
0: his, but he was not a writer. He was not a reader, and I just love reading books. So that's uh, yeah, definitely. that's definitely what Me
1: it too. is. Yeah. Um,
0: for your um uh, as well for your social media, for your website, uh, for everything that you put out there, um, even how you uh, talk with your clients, uh, writing books. Is writing them like a spiritual practice for you? Um, I remember, uh, I think it was Jason Silva that last year or the year before, he uh, describes this as losing yourself in the experience. And I can definitely see that creativity is losing yourself into something so writers yeah. lose themselves in writing uh, painters mm-hmm. lose themselves in that is mm-hmm. writing for you as well something you can completely lose yourself in
1: yeah yeah when i'm when i'm in the floods it takes me a while to get get into it i have to sit for a good it's like meditation yeah you know it, it, it always takes me five minutes before i really start feel like i'm in the yeah. groove and for writing it always takes me a good think 20 minutes. And then once I'm, once I'm there, it's just, I can spend all day writing, especially if I'm in a good environment. If I'm outside, you know, and I'm on yeah. my balcony and I'm, I'm just then I can, I can write all day. Yeah. yeah. definitely.
0: It's just creating the right setting, the right environment as well for it. Like if you need to sit like in a, okay, whatever, uh, in an office or in in just a sterile building, it's a lot more difficult to get the creative juices going as when you sit in an environment that inspires you and that's what you create around you. Yeah.
1: I have a client who is, she's like, I can't figure out why I'm not able to, we're talking about writing. I can't. I can't write. And I'm going. Well, listen. Uh, you got. You know. She's very. She loves hiking. And I say, you're the, in the most least inspiring place in the world. You're sitting in a, a room with white walls, and you know all this. Like, <laughs> yeah. like go outside. You know. What, what do you, What would you love to do? She goes. Oh, I love my kombucha. And you know. Okay. Go outside. Pour yourself a glass of kombucha. Start writing. Guess what? She next week we talked. She's like, bam, bam. I've knocked everything out. Yeah. and she says it was fun she goes it was easy It was fun it's yeah. your environment has it's, just, it's so important it's so so important i never anymore unless i'm working with clients or like on a podcast like this yes yeah. i'm sitting at my desk now yeah. but if i'm not working with anybody or talking to anybody i'm outside or i'm i'm, I'm you know working somewhere you know on the yeah. beach or, or something like that i have to be i just yeah that's where i'm most creative
0: recognizing it Totally. Recognizing that totally. Do you know the, have you read the book from Liz Gilbert, Big Magic?
1: No, I haven't. I I know about it though.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, there is one phrase that uh, stayed put with me. And that is the moment that you feel something, you know, coming up from the inside, whether this is painting, poems, writing, whatever, you need to do something with it if you don't do something with it that idea goes away again and then all of a sudden later on you see from hey but that was my idea it just goes to something yes. else that <laughs> so really That's like right. how do you tell that if you get inspiration at the moment what do you do with it you write it down you talk to yourself I am recording myself I'm voice recording myself a lot. Uh, yeah, so I have to yeah, listen myself yeah, back yeah, yeah, yeah. because it can happen when I'm out running uh, these days, I'm running, <laughs> um, yeah. that all of a sudden words come up uh, or an idea pops up and then I need to get rid of that straight away yeah. because I don't yeah. want someone else to get it.
1: You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. yeah, yeah, I, hear you. yeah. Um, I don't know how many times I've heard in my life. I thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> right. They see like a a product on the shelf or like they'll see like, um, you know, anything. Like you go, that was my idea, It's exactly
0: that, yeah.
1: Yeah, but like ideas are a diamond. Everybody's got ideas. Everybody has ideas. Everybody's got an idea for the next book they want to write. Everybody's got an idea for the next product or the next million dollar thing, right? The bread is in the execution and and in the doing. And more specifically, um, I think the hardest part is, is taking the first step and um execute take yeah. action right take action uh, again ideas are just you know uh, you know everybody's got them they don't mean anything no nothing no right? you have so, to do
0: something with them you don't do anything with yeah, them they yeah just that's right they leave that's you right. again
1: that's right yeah yeah, yeah. so um uh, that's always kind of my you know uh, people are around me, we'll have ideas and we'll talk about things. And I'm always the one going, okay, let's plan it. When are we doing it? Like, let's, let's do it. What do we, you know, let's quit talking about it and, and, and do something. Cause yeah. it, it makes, I guess it makes me a little anxious, you know, to talk about like a great idea Yeah, because I know how most people get it. We just kind of, people kind of sit on it and they go, okay, yeah, we'll talk about it. And I go, yeah. let's talk about it now and let's do it. Like, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. we, 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 we wait and wait and wait. And then you know a day becomes a year and a year becomes a decade and, and before you know it somebody else invented it or or life has ah. passed us by late, life you know? has
0: passed by within you know a decade um mm-hmm. talking talking about life passing by um if we uh you know we're 2021 already <laughs> life passes by no. pretty quick in five Great. years from today where do you want to be mm. That any specific like you say or I want to have had certain experiences or you know big dreams that you have right in front of you,
1: yeah, well, my kid's book will be published, so yeah that that'll be that um you know i, I think I think a big part of me is just I, I want to be more present than i've just i'm on that journey of just being so hyper present and, and so as long as i'm fulfilled and happy as far as things not much as far as experiences a lot i'll be honest a lot of experiences that i want to have i want to go do a lot of things i want to see i want to see every country on earth if i could um yeah spain i want to go to the bahamas so you know i want i want to go um you know all over asia and and, and europe and south Amer- south africa and africa Af- africa and south america and yeah and all over a lot of travel experiences um I sincerely miss traveling, but not having been able to do it over the last uh, year has been uh, subtly soul crushing. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm excited that things are starting to open up uh, yeah. cause I'm gonna really get, I'm getting back into that. And um, um, just, oh, I want to live a, in, in five years. I want to have a, an amazing amount of, of just great experiences.
0: Uh, it's about the experience, collecting the experiences and not so much collecting the things. It's more the memories that you collect yes. with yeah. experiencing other people's cultures, living in them yeah. and uh, having great conversations around campfires with that.
1: That's right. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> I, I've never been a guy of... Um, never i mean money has not i mean i i i make great money it's just, it's just it, you know as as a as a circumstance but I, it's just i think that's because money is never it, it's not that important to me right it's it's just it never even when i was broke it was never important to me you know yeah um it's, it's always been about the the experience um yeah. um and, and you know um always so you know, it's not about an, a, a bigger house. It just doesn't even register to me. I mean, I'm just, I'll talk to my girlfriend all the time. She goes, you know, don't you want a new car? And I'm going, oh, why? Yeah, I guess probably, well, yeah, kind of why. But it's also, you know, like, I don't, oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, I, yeah. You know, I just, oh, yeah, I guess I've had my car for like a while. Like might, might be time, but, you know, it's just none of these things. It's not important to me. The experience yeah. is, is, is so, so much, you know, because you're not going to be on your deathbed and look back on your life and like, man, I should have bought that Porsche. <laughs> no, I, sh- no, I don't think anybody, you know, all
0: uh, right. You
1: know, but, but you are going to say, man, I'm pumped that I uh you know, I yeah. took all that, those, I had those experiences and I learned how to surf and I, and I, I'm happy that I traveled the world and I, I'm yeah. happy. I, you know, I, I really totally got that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, or I did these things that, that I've always dreamed of doing. I created that life. Um, you know, I think that's what it comes down to is we got to start asking ourselves, what are the questions we're going to be asking on our deathbed? And we need yeah. to choose to live in alignment with the answers that we want to hear. Yeah. And that's, to me, that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what. Uh, I, yeah, you know, what is important in in life, and that is having lived a life full of beautiful experiences and uh, beautiful conversations having seen um, a lot of this beautiful planet we live on, but it's not the amount of clothes that are in my closet. That's yeah, still that's right. still more empty than full, by the way. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you. I'm I
0: still you. I still I still have that issue, really like, okay, you need to buy a new t shirt. Yeah, but this one is still working, so why should I have more? <laughs> I can't. I'm walking into a shop and really like I don't know. I just walk out empty-handed, and I just can't. Yeah, it just doesn't you. even.
1: I mean, yeah, it's kind of right? It's just no. like I don't know. I don't even. I don't even think about that. You know, I don't. It's no. not even you know, no. I don't know. No. I, I, we must. We must be, uh, you know, one of the rare breed because it's. It's just. Um,
0: <laughs> it's a rare breed in the world, but they exist, and I hope there's more and more coming of that because I do think that right. the world can uh, live with more of. I think people like you and me that, you know, are inspiring others to, to lift their own throat and really uh, get connected with what is important and yeah. live according to that. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Where can they find you?
1: Well, you have to mail me. You have to okay. write, write an actual letter uh, yeah. and then envelope, self-addressed stamp and you got to send it to my PO box. That's the only way to get a hold of me anymore. There There we go. I don't don't have an email address. I don't have none of that stuff. So that's the only way you actually, what you got, you got, you got to wait. And uh, so if you ever want to work with me or say hi, that's how you got to do it. No, I'm just kidding. Although I've been playing with that idea. You've seen, you've seen Walter before.
0: Yeah, but that's going to be a fun thing to do that you actually have mail and that you have to send a postcard or a letter.
1: I was thinking about doing this. over the last year, I've been made it a point to be on social media less. You know, I'm not absent from there. I check I check it, you know, obviously, and I post on mm. it. So by the way, that's how you can find me is I'm on social, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram's yeah. at Travis Barton. My website's TravisBartonLife.com. But I was playing around with this idea. You've seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, right? Yeah. You remember Sean O'Connell, Sean Penn's character? The only way to get a hold of him was through yeah. like a letter, right? Yeah. And I was like, man, that'd be fun. If I just completely, you well, know, shut down my social media. And the only way if you wanted to work with me was you had to actually write me a letter or a postcard to incident yeah. to my PO vibes. and that's the only way. Right. And then you had to just come here to California to, to, to work with me one on one in person. So that is something that's maybe that's my fear. That's the fear that you asked me in the beginning of the conversation. Yeah, that's the fear. Right. So maybe there's something there. But, there um, is
0: maybe a circle, circle gets round, you know, from the beginning to the end. There's always something going on in these conversations, but yeah, that would right. be pretty awesome just to actually that people need to write a letter with pen and paper and right. actually go to the, you know, to the mailman, put stamps on it and then wait until it arrives.
1: Yeah, but you know, I think I think this is all response. Like I'm living this life more of, uh, you know, I hate to go long winded. I know you, you know, but I I have completely reverted back to so many old school ways of doing things, and and I think you know social media is great. Uh, A fire can either burn food or it can cook it. Yeah, social media can do great things or it can be terrible. but I think in the face of Having so much technology in our face all the time and so many distractions, I've completely gone. I mean, I leave my, I lose my phone at least twice a day now. It's great.
0: It's so great,
1: right? And, and I, yeah. I, 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 I got an Apple Watch, and they wanted to connect everything on my phone, and I go, nope, not at all. I just want to tell the time and know how many calories I burned during my workout. Yeah. You know, I, my brother got a Polaroid camera, right? An old school Polaroid camera. It's just. It's, it's amazing. So it's cool. Sim- yeah. It's so much more simple. Uh, So maybe I might do that. That would be really interesting.
0: It would be really interesting if you just figure it out. um, If people are going to write you a letter and make a collection of these letters or these postcards and Mm. see what see what comes out of there, because there might be some really beautiful stories in that. Because these people actually have taken the the time, made the effort to actually do this instead of, you know, doing the, the three-second thing, writing an email or a message or whatsoever. Right. Yes. Uh, I sometimes just say to people, right now I've got like a local number here and like, I just don't respond to a lot yeah. of messages. And yeah. if you really need to talk to me, you need to call me if it's yeah. that urgent. And if yeah. it's that yeah. urgent, I will pick up my phone.
1: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love so, it. That's- but if you do want to get hold, it's not like I, I'm making it sound like I don't answer yeah. any messages on social. <laughs> I do. It just might, you know. You're very
0: responsive. No, you're one of the guys. You're very responsive. But I will put everything yeah, in the show notes as well. Uh, good. Instagram website. Um, I'm going to say a massive thank you for this wonderful conversation. I, uh, yeah, I just loved it. Thank you so much for that. And it will be published in two days.
1: Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, looking forward, forward to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was just so, so nice just spending time with you again.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, next time it's going to be on the surfboard, I think.
1: I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm <laughs> okay. calling you out here to come surfing. Yeah. All right?
0: I, uh, surfing is needed. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. I, yes. I'm
1: careful. It'll change your life. <laughs> careful.
0: Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you so much. All right,
1: Rockstar. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye.